Chi Chat by Chi Chart. It's Chi Chat by Chi Chat. Today we're joined by Amanda Fisher and Amanda is spiritually named the White Wolf. Amanda is a tantric witch using ancient wisdom and channeling spirit to delve deep into soul healing. With over 20 years of experience, her skills include meditation techniques, womb healing, chakra clearing, intimacy and sexual connection exercises. And like so many of us, she spent years desperate to ignore her empathic abilities in the name of fitting into society with approval but after smashing through self-sabotaging behavior patterns healing deep trauma and a rapid evolution of soul she made it her mission to be in service to others now she empowers and helps clients unlock the shackles that hold them back from experiencing true happiness freedom and connection to oneself and to others thank you amanda for joining us we were just having a chat off mic i said Let's bring it on, Mike. We were talking about the different love languages and I was talking about with my partner at the moment. I'm, I was in emotion about him not showing up for Valentine's Day. He's far away. He's doing things on a houseboat and he wasn't feeling well. And then we've had a clash today and he said, what about me looking after your children for a week on my houseboat? I'll never do that again. And I said... Lisa well obviously that's his love language is acts of service and mine is gifts and that sort of thing so he didn't show up for me there I haven't shown up for him it's just a fiction muzzle and you you said well it puts the chi energy for the day (laughs) oh yeah it was wild the amount of people that I know who had massive blow-ups on Valentine's Day really yes I mean oh you were telling us about some even my stepson and it was very unfortunate they'd agreed to sort of part ways or have a little bit of a break but he said move out on Monday it's like didn't you realize it's Valentine's Day she thought she thought they were just having a break and in his head that was it but that's it was really pretty awful anyway yeah I I feel very sad about that typical boy yeah yeah they just don't think you know Anyway, so and then we heard this um, fascinating story from Grant around flowers. Can you tell us where this is headed? Because I'm fascinated. So the start of the story was you tell your clients to buy themselves flowers. Yeah, it's amazing how often, you know, when I'm talking to a client about, you know, what's working, what's not working, all those sort of things. And it's more than just the money and the financials and that sort of stuff. Yeah. And often the, the, the chat with the, the partner, the female, and she goes, oh, he never buys me flowers anymore. Yeah. And I go, oh, that's interesting. And I go, well, when was the last time you got flowers? Like years ago. And I go, okay, well, what I'd like you to do today is go and buy yourself a bunch of flowers. Take them home, put them on the kitchen cabinet, <laughs> arrange them, make them look beautiful. <laughs> While you're buying the flowers, go and buy a six-pack of beer. So, a craft beer. When was the last time you bought him a six-pack of craft beer? Never. Wow, you've got flowers, you've never bought him beer. How's that fair? I'm doing it from the male side. So, oh, this is hilarious. Take the beer in the fridge, two in the freezer, 20 minutes out from when he's getting home. This is gold. When he gets home, are you a relationship counselor? No, No, I just know what works. Yeah, okay. (laughs) So, so, thank him for the flowers. Pull out the two beers out of the freezer, onto the counter, open one for him and the other one for yourself. Go, cheers, honey. Then drink out of the icy cold bottle of beer. 
because there's nothing sexier to a man than a lady drinking <laughs> beer from a bottle. That's so cute. <laughs> and I it love works it. every <laughs> time. <laughs> I thought you were in accounting. What the hell? That's What's so your funny. take on this, Amanda? <laughs> I have to agree. Oh, I did that this morning. So we did a gift exchange last night. And yeah, I have to admit this morning, I thought I'd run out and buy something different. And he likes, so my partner loves an energy drink, which I totally do What's not What's a approve. gift exchange? Well, he bought me flowers and I bought him a present, right? Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Gifts. Okay. Okay. Is that something you've worked into your relationship? No, this is so new. It's so new. Okay. So we're just feeling each other, like finding out, learning okay. each other. But yeah, there's, there's, he said, if you can buy me this one drink, big tick. And it came into my mind this morning and I thought, oh, I know, I'd popped into the servo. It's an energy drink. Oh, so I gosh. bought two. I bought two. And one of them said passion on them. So I went in and it, he was still asleep in bed. And I said, close your eyes. It's going to be the best Valentine's gift you're ever going to get. <laughs> Both of them in front of him. And he was like, what, the best ever? And I was like, the best ever. And he was like, oh, yeah. Caravan, motorboat. <laughs> he's thinking a six-pack six of beer. <laughs> no, he's energy drink. That is the one thing. And he was like, oh, big tick. Yeah, you do love me. And then it said that the other ones had passion. And I was like, see? I didn't have a can that said sorry on it. So I just got one that said passion. So yeah, Aww. so it's so cute. Yeah. I w- I'm in my zone of uh, giving a gift I think he'd like or giving a gift that I would like. And I was like, hang on, this is actually what he wants. This yes. is what he values. Yes, I think a lot of people do fall into the trap of giving something to someone that they want. Mm. Like my partner at Christmas time, he goes, babe, going to get your roof racks for the Range Rover, for the snow, <laughs> for Christmas. Babe. And I was just like... Oh, oh, thanks. That's romantic. <laughs> Mojo killer. Oh, have you booked accommodation for two at the snow as well at a luxury resort where I can be totally perfect? <laughs> My parents have a house there, so he's lucked out with that one, hasn't he? Mm, he sure There's has. There's no day spa. Can the you- toilet works now, though. Well, last time I was there, I replaced the system. Oh, <laughs> that's a pretty shitty job, isn't it? <laughs> Download your personalised lifestyle planning app today from the App Store and go with your Chi Flow. Chi Chart, the personalised lifestyle planning app. So can you tell us a little bit more about your love language? (laughs) (laughs) Me personally? Yes. Okay. A very romantic gesture. It's got to come with thought and depth. And it's got to show that you know me as a person. Um... So, yeah, I don't want diamond rings and lots of expensive things, just simple things like a flower. I said, like, you see, even like flowers. Like, if someone were to pick you some flowers from the roadside, that has just as much meaning as oh. a big bouquet, you know, because it just true. means it's, it's I'm the thinking thought. of you. Yeah. 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 And when, when you get a gift that doesn't reflect that they know you, I think someone, I heard it's that's what Christmas is all about. You just, realize all these people in your life don't know you because they get you stuff you don't that's want that's fascinating i've never heard mm. that but i think a lot of the time people's gift angst comes from that mm. i remember this one christmas where my mum everyone had got her bath salts and she lined it up on the counter and said is this what you all think of me you just get me bath salts that's it that's all i got that's all i am to you and at the time i thought come on mum be grateful like you got all this nice bath but now 
having he- heard you say that, Amanda, I'm like, yes, that's But it's so hard. Sometimes people just don't know. And, for instance, men sometimes just don't know, right? When I say men just don't know, women just don't know. I think it's really hard sometimes. You know that person. Like, I know what my husband likes, but – He's got so much. It's like your mum has got so much. It's like, but how do you get that? How do you get something that's really different or really special? I mean, I'm really open to ideas. I know what my husband would like from a physical point of view, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, and maybe that's just going to be enough. (laughs) However, (laughs) um, how do you sort of do that sometimes, deliver? Some people are really difficult and and you just don't know. Actually, I need to share an experience. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Because this is is This is sounding juicy already. I love it. This is juicy. So that's the thing. Rather than thinking about buying things, it is dressing up an experience, right? Mm -hmm. So you said about your husband would like something physical. For one time I did a long, long time ago, I rented out a beautiful hotel room, got the champagne, everything, and I actually got changed. I I tied up a ribbon, a white ribbon around my breasts, had nothing else on and went, ta-da, here's your present, here's your birthday present. Because it is, it's like you're you're wrapping yourself up and saying, I'm going to give myself to you. Yeah. That can be the oh, best present. That's sweet. I like how you've given me mm-hmm. ideas now. <laughs> That oh, is this sweet. could work really well. It's <laughs> pity he's going to have to wait a whole year now because his birthday's gone. <laughs> I've had an opposite where you can use it like in a, a different way, whereas my ex was Swiss German and he had shares in lint chocolate. And every year the suitcase of lint chocolate would arrive from Zurich and we would have to go through every praline and we would, it was a very long discussion about every chocolate. And one year it came and I go, I just can't do this anymore with the chocolate. So I got the chocolate and I melted it all down and then he walked. <gasps> Sacrilege. I know. And he was like, oh, my God, this is not good, but this is it's good. so good. Yeah. <laughs> and he would always remember that. Always Every year that. when he gets his, his shareholders, he's got a big shares in Lint through the family. And, yeah, they get the big suitcase of pralines every year. It's quite large. Amazing. Mm. What's his name? How do I contact him? Christian Schlegel. <laughs> You'll probably find him in Oichstermalbis. He's from in uh, Switzerland, just outside Zurich. Engineer, though, watch out. Oh, dear. <laughs> strike, strike. So, no, I shouldn't say that. That's no. not true. It's not very nice. But so I was going to understanding say, these um, love, the love languages. Right? Yeah, for instance, yeah. if mm. Glenn, yeah. you know, did that, booked a room, yeah. and then for me, right, and put the red bow, you know where. Look at her. She just. It might be. Oh, my like, Would gosh, I be. Sure. Would that be my idea of a fabulous gift for me, or would. That be me thinking that's what he'd like for the gift. You get what I'm saying? Mm. Right. That would be his ideal. But, right? would, it, yeah. but would Glenn even think about doing that? And isn't that, isn't knew, that the male problem? Like but, we just don't think sometimes. Well, that, so we don't that, it's not that you exactly. don't think. I think you think so differently. Right? And that's mm. it. Yeah. So, and that's what Lisa was saying. That's why we're attracted to each other because we are so different. And when you can learn Mm. to sort of communicate and express. Mm. So, for instance, my Valentine's Day experience, because Glenn never thinks about the – I never get flowers. I never get random chockies or, you know, a (sighs) surprise. And a lot – well, sometimes I do. Once. I, I can actually say once he surprised me. I can't remember but what it was. But there's a classic example. You, you go and do it And then I can't yourself. remember it. 
because <laughs> if he's not going to do that and that's a desire of yours, yeah. then go and satisfy that desire, take it home and go, thank you. For the flowers. Oh, it's the true. Flowers. But when I've mentioned this, I say, you know, mm. some husbands stop by on the way home and they get a bunch of flowers yep. or chocolates because they've been thinking of them and they just – he said, no, all I want to do is get home and be with you. Mm. So so <laughs> this is like – That's he's quite just he's smart. smart. Yes, but he's smart. very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing. But I think there is that element. He really does oh. look forward to getting home and being with me. And he has missed me all day. And he can't oh. get home fast enough. So the thought oh for him God. is to go, you know, to go and actually buy flowers or go into a supermarket or whatever is just, you know, if he was going to do it, he'd probably want to do it with me. Well, and yeah. this is where tantric connection comes in because you guys are so connected. He wants to just come home and connect. Yes. That's the most valuable thing to him. Yes. Not stuff or gifts or things. Yeah. Exactly. That, and that is really beautiful. Whereas I'd like a little bit of appreciation <laughs> occasionally in a, in shown in another way. But that's where That makes again, you feel good and special. Yeah, even though I know. I know that, like cup. You know, even though I know that he loves me and he wants to be with me, it's just sometimes for him to step out of his comfort zone and do something a little bit out of the ordinary would be really of value to me. Let our chi guide you. Follow Chi Chart on Facebook and Instagram. Amanda, you work a lot in the relationship space, right? So what sort of things show up for you with the people you work with and how do you help them? I would like to bring in Grant's idea with the self-care and the self-love because a lot of the things with the client's loving themselves their relationship with themselves first fascinating yes okay okay and it shows up if your energy is in a certain way that's going to show up in a relationship and if you Mm. think relationship is really um, a way to play out and mirror what's going on for you inside and I was actually confronted with this at the weekend (laughs) and I was getting really supercharged emotional and he said you're doing this to yourself I was, no, I'm not. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> and that, that took me off guard because I did not mm. expect him to say something like that. And it made me really accountable. It was like, bam, there's a mirror right there. Bam, look at yourself. What's going on? What's really going on? So, yeah, that relationship with yourself is so important. And Lisa... You, you can see that Lisa's done the work. She knows herself and you can communicate clearly and say, this is my love language. This is what's important to me. And mm. I'm communicating that. So if you love me and appreciate me, could you do that, please? Um, yes. And I did. And I got flowers, you yeah. know, and it was great. It was like, and I, it was actually still a surprise, but it was really lovely that he cared enough to, to just go out of his way, in. arrange, you know, because all these people last minute were waiting at the flower shop, all queued up. There were no flowers left, but he'd actually planned ahead to make sure there were flowers. Yeah. He booked it in, so that was really, really. That meant a lot, actually, that planning that was involved. Mm. And, I, and I think, and I'd like to just bring in Valentine's Day. There is so much pressure. And I've heard a lot of men say, oh, it's just a commercial thing to make guys feel bad and we've got to spend money because it's the, the expected thing to do and it's not from a heart space. So, yeah, there's a lot of ego they have to push aside 
to say, I'm going to do this for them if that's what they want. I see. It's got to come from intention and heart space every time. And I know people who don't value Valentine's Day doesn't mean anything. And that's okay. They don't have to celebrate it. Well, for women, I've heard, well, mainly (laughs) girls, they say any chance to like celebrate, you know, themselves with their partner and celebrate love is nice. Yeah, it's special. Yeah. So I don't think you need Valentine's Day to do that, but but and my partner that, is actually very my question good every is day, mostly. to those people who are saying or justifying mm. that they don't need to go and buy the flowers. Do they actually ever go and buy the flowers? Mm. That's so it. if they're the sort of person that would, on a whim, see some flowers there, and if I'm thinking of them, I'll go and buy some flowers and I'll just give them to her. Mm. So it's not because it's Valentine's or whatever. Or if we're gonna, if if we could be just taking the dogs for a walk and stop for dinner. Mm. and spend some time together. So, unfortunately, I think part of society today is that we're so busy that we almost need these commercial reasons to stop. To remind us. To invest in our relationships. Mm. And that's probably been one of the biggest things for me. And I know that Glenn looks at the app differently to what I do, partly because his His profile is a bit different. And where I will look at my app from the point of view of, what is Marianne's profile? He looks at it to see what his profile is, mm. as opposed to that, what is your profile? Mm. So I think part of that is we're all on our own journey, and whatever works, whether you look at whether you look at it to say connect with somebody or connect with somebody special today, or whether it's I'm looking for when it's M's day to connect, so I'm going to align myself with her. Mm. It doesn't matter as long as we connect. And that's the most important thing. And we're very busy, busy, busy. I think you're right with the reminders. Like, okay, Valentine's Day comes once a year, but the reminder to actually focus on that relationship. And you're right, Chi Chart does that. You have those connect days. And if you get one, it is actually a reminder that comes around, you know, two days out of ten. Yeah. You know, perhaps a little bit more for some people. So really it is a good way when you have that kind of reminder to go out of your way because we all need that. We all need to feel loved. And you need to invest. You invest in your relationships. You keep them growing and you invest in yourself and keep yourself growing. And we need reminders of that because it's. I've had lots of clients where we're just so dedicated to our children and our careers, we've lost touch. We've lost touch of ourselves, lost touch of what makes us happy anymore, of the person that we're married to, and it all just... So how can you expect your partner to show up Mm -hmm. the way you want them to show up when you don't even know what that is? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Mm. So, Amanda, tell us a little bit more about your work in the realm of being a tantric white witch and how you help people you know express their inner i guess sexuality to sort of escape the i the confines the constraints of some of their past okay to actually grow in that way because it's so much our expression is so much as a woman too that journey to actually be the best that you can be is is actually intrinsically linked with that path that's such a big question with such a big answer so i'll try and condense it the biggest thing really or the first thing is to look at the energy blockage 
so where where in your chakra system are you blocked is it with the throat chakra and you can't express yourself and be heard is it um with your base and root chakras where you don't feel secure or you've lost touch with your sensuality it could be your connection to spirits that's your crown chakra so where in the body that's holding or that is held um, and we need to go in and clear that it depends on what level you come to me as to what level we work on and where you're ready so it's such a individual personalized so just give us an example let's say a client 46 years old just lost touch of herself as in just her mojo just kind of switched off going out covid's been a huge killer in the social scene but i knew there was something more i was like what do you what do you mean you've lost touch with yourself like she doesn't feel sexy but she i had to ask the, the difficult questions of self-pleasuring so it's like well now we're happy with that side of things okay there's something more going on so we did a guided um visual visualization guided meditation to really do some mirror work and what were the messages when you're looking at yourself okay and meeting with yourself and gazing into your own eyes and that brought up a lot of things that i could then see that it's a heart space she in her last relationship a long-term relationship she was not able to express her feelings they were not returned so what's happened is now she's shut down and doesn't want to connect with someone from a heart space so then she doesn't want to go out and meet new people so it is uncovering those layers and getting to the bottom of them and then i can use tantric wisdom as a tool and say right i want you to go home and gaze because she's single gaze into your own eyes look at yourself in the mirror i, I challenge you i dare you to do it for one minute to see what comes up actually tell yourself i love you because i can't do it without crying and especially sometimes you need to just give yourself a talking to and you look yourself in the eye or go and take yourself on a walk and say right as if you're talking to a friend you know um right sort yourself out this is what you're going to do don't be afraid just get out your comfort zone and go on that meeting you don't know who you're going to meet you're going to have fun come on because she's got this negative self-talk and criticism that's come in and it's over it's 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 overshadowing her really enjoying life so that's the first level the next level is then her to be open and that's I, her blockage yeah i yeah. did say remember you're a mirror so you're going to attract in whatever level you're at so you're going to attract in someone who's not going to want to commit because you're feeling distant so that's going to be okay you're going to meet that person but just be prepared they'll be in the same space as you and you won't be able to take it further yeah. and she doesn't it's, it's not about her meeting someone but it's a natural thing that we want to connect with another person we want to express that that reminds me so much i was telling grant about my sister and the people that she's attracting because a lot of them are unavailable and she has this real commitment to attachment or these attachment issues so so where do you think that comes from with your sister um i think is it, it goes, from a previous relationship yeah but i think it goes back to childhood as well wow, like the whole gosh. the issues with abandonment and attachment like they as children like you they just shape you and so she's really commitment phobic so in a way she's seeking people who just aren't available she's an amazing person like honestly um I have so much admiration for my sister who has three children that she's raised on her own. Wow. She's never had 
you know, a spouse or a partner there to help her. She's done it My all goodness. on her own and she has been a full-time teacher. Wow. You know, incredible. Plus she has, like a menagerie of animals, three little sausage dogs, oh <laughs> three dashards, like seven cats and, you know, I don't know, five or six rabbits. And um, Where and she shows up every day full of love for her kids and her yes. menagerie of animals yeah yet she doesn't show up for herself with that exactly love. Mm. and she and and i really i hope she actually listens Aww. to this and listens to you amanda talking about this as well because it really is so important to recognize this and first thing you actually do have to recognize this before you can release it yeah, and these she'll keep on in the same pattern until she does the work, and it is hard work, and it's confront it's confronting, um, but you have to go through that, and then out the other side, you just go, was that the story I've told myself my whole life? And then you're just filled with this uh, this brimming love within your whole being, and then boom, someone comes into your life that matches that love, because you have to be in a ready you're ready to receive and to give, give and receive. But is the work space. really that hard? I think it's it about be. having having the right coach or the right support mechanism or even someone just being honest with you. But ultimately, it's for the individual to accept themselves mm. for who they are yep. and love to love themselves, to be able to move from whatever it is that's holding And to feel they deserve it. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's hard in the sense that you don't want to see what you need to see. Because it's easier to go on as you were. Yeah, or... Because like that's you what you've you, done for so long. Or you don't know any it's different. It's more comfortable. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a deep ingrained self-belief and that's what we need to go in really deep and powerfully and blow it up. It's not real. It doesn't exist. That's a story you've told yourself, mm. whether that's a childhood level or a trauma level or in a relationship level. It actually isn't real and we need to change that and reprogram that to say, you do deserve love. You are love. We all, we're all love. And then you attract it in. And nobody really says, oh, no, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm okay. We all, like you say, Lisa, we all want to be loved. We all yeah. want to feel love. And we all want to give love. And there's two drivers of, and this is really easy to understand, two drivers of all human behaviour and emotion. What are they? Fear and love. That's it. When you recognise that, actually, that's incredible because when you recognise that, you can it improves your relationships, very empowering because you can work people out straight away. Mm. What's driving their behaviour? Mm. And, and, and there's that range, whatever it is, whether it's anger, frustration, that's fear. If it's joy, that's love. But, okay. it, but it's often wow. fear yeah. of losing that love too. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, when you understand that and you, and you recognise it also in yourself and your own behaviours, that's even more liberating. And, and that's, that's Tantra. That is the connection with yourself and realigning those energy systems within you, like using the Chi Chart app, real, being realigned with external Chi, your own internal Chi, to work in harmony. Because it is, we are so busy, like Grant says. We're so busy every single day. We can't just feel into the moment. That's right. That's your sister. <laughs> she's got a menagerie of animals. She's and she's created that to children. actually... Oh, yes. as you know, a yeah, exactly. Yes. From yes. doing the work. Exactly. And you receive unconditional love from animals and children. Yes. <laughs> she actually needs to just be on her own on a mountainside. Don't worry, she's getting ready for that. Well, I think she's still <laughs> having the animals, but she's saying, I can't wait till the children grow up and leave home. <laughs> How old are they getting Well, there? the oldest one's 31. 
Okay. So, yeah. And then she Grant still got... just raised his eyebrows. <laughs> one's, one's doing HSC this year. I just did the calculation. <laughs> so, yeah. She's an incredible person and she deserves to... We all deserve to be loved and be happy. We do. And she's got to be ready. She's got to be open and willing. But, man, like the rewards are just mind-blowing. Do you find people get in their own way? Like they believe that the best person or the person that they want for them is might not be necessarily might might match their profile so it, it's you know i'm i'm yang earth and marianne's fire and you know i mean i just she's but you have a lovely combination on your house of spouse so it's interesting when you do look at um, relationships that work or have a higher chance of actually working there is a synergy within the their flows or on their house of spouse so um, there's a a few rules that go along with that so for instance my husband and I yin and yang are the same element you and M are not the same element but you have that connection on your house of spouse Mm. Um, so you'll often find that that's what will keep you together or you may not have that connection on the house of spouse with the stem or the branch however that person supports your flow or you support their flow. There mm-hmm. are other things. Yeah. But the strongest ones, like that STEM connection I was talking about with Courtney, that's a very strong STEM connection with the yin fire and the yang water. So a lot of the STEM connections where you'll get, say, yin earth with yang wood. Right. So if you've got a couple who meet, one's yin earth, one's yang wood, they'll just automatically, you know, connect. And then if they've got a combination as well on their house of spouse, so for instance, if you've got, you know, the yang wood rat with the yin earth ox, that automatically, that's almost a unbreakable connection. Wow. I remember when my um, youngest, she was <laughs> Maybe very you should, young. Uh be using these profiles. Well, we're going to actually yeah. implement, put them into um, Chart just yeah, to, that's to amazing, connect people yeah. to, so you'll actually so be able to do? work out you your put, compatibility. You put the birth date into your, the app and... We will, person. down the track, yeah, be able to wow. do that. So, and I'll just give you an example of that strong connection yes. with, the, with the stem, with the yin fire and the yang water. My daughter was about 13 at the time and she met this boy and it wasn't a very healthy sort of a relationship, but she just fell in love with him they were absolutely obsessed with each other and I knew straight away there was no way I was going to actually break them apart unless I was going to lose her like potentially I would lose her so we took him in we brought him into our home like that's quite a big decision that you made they were together for five years it's only just kind of, thank heavens, like it wasn't a great relationship. But I, in hindsight, I did the right thing because I would have lost her and it could have been so much worse. Yes. And that, that knowledge that you've had is amazing because like you say, you could have had years of arguing with her and like you say, losing her, but you already had that knowledge and went, okay, I can't break this bond. So let's work with it. And working with the energy mm. is so much more powerful when you have that knowledge. So totally. that comes back to understanding. And getting that support around that understanding and how it works and how it all connects. So um, I get that you talk about myself and my relationship and how there might be some elements there. But, you know, she's been my greatest challenge in terms of my personal development. But I've explained that as well to you because you've actually got opposing flows. So the house's spouse actually gets in the way of her flow. So she likes to follow the metal 
right? But you, basically with her, it's actually an element. It's a wood element. So the wood on her house espouse the rabbit actually opposes that nice metal flow that she has. So, And your flows aren't necessarily perfect flows. No, with my husband. Yeah. And I know. So he's dominant metal, for instance, and I follow output. So fortunately, I actually help to drain some of that dominance for him, uh, which is a good thing for him because if yes. you're dominant, sometimes you lack that flexibility and adaptability. Yes. So I'm, I'm really, the two of us get, and I recognize this because I've been doing this work for so many years. If I didn't recognize this, there, we probably still wouldn't be together today. Wow, really? Yeah. Can I can I ask? Is that the same as masculine and feminine energy? If you if you whittle it down to the basics, uh, what when you talk about the dominance? Yeah, not really because you can have the dominant female, female as well, and then you can have the guy that's doing the same work. Yeah, and then you've Lisa's got the yin doing, and the yang. Yeah. So it really just does. I'll sit down sometime and actually take you through it and show you how it actually works. And can I plant the seed of in my work? We can use. BDSM to heal trauma and play that out. So say in your, if you're in a long-term marriage and there's the, that underlying conflict that you can't really change because that's when you were born, could you play that out in a healthy way with role play, with the idea of sub and dom? That's fascinating. <laughs> Potentially, <laughs> if, if people understood, but you'd still kind of have to have complementary elements within mm. that. Um, chart together something that was going to keep them and bind them and want them to do that together in the first place Mm. does that make sense yeah because if there wasn't that interest or wanting to head in that direction it's not going to work it doesn't matter how you might do that sort of but there's always that attraction there initially There, there must have been something and that's yeah, not necessarily. Sometimes we, the ego as well, sometimes the challenge, sometimes we get ourselves mm. into there's been alcohol, you've been at a bar, there's been an exchange of eyes, and then you get into, I mean, like, look. Don't tell your stories. That was gold, that facial but, expression. But it's like when you think about your own enlightenment and and I know when my younger self, I didn't love myself, okay? Mm. So that's number one. So when I was having that connection with somebody across that room or whatever, it was a lot of the time about, you know, a bit like throwing that bait out, you know, fishing to see what you were going to get. How attractive am I? Am I getting mirrored back because I'm, is it validating me? Oh, but also, yeah. oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. So really, it's got nothing so what to necessarily energy? do oh. with compatibility or, or the other that. person. No, it's it's you. And this, this is this is your chakras. So alcohol, and this is the classic, you know, beer goggles on the dance floor. Alcohol. <laughs> Amanda did the most gorgeous at all. <laughs> on the dance floor, just in case you weren't sure. Um, <laughs> We're on the dance floor now, kids. <laughs> Straight um, lights are going. <laughs> <laughs> um, alcohol opens your base chakra. Oh, that's okay. why we get that sexy. Oh, yeah, and you get attracted, and then you wake up the next morning and go, "Huh." Um, <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, and, and on another level, so smoking, so smoking goes very interlinked with alcohol. That that closes your chakras. So if you're feeling out of balance and you're like, "Ooh, I'm getting really drunk now." Having a cigarette then makes you go within and withdraw wow, and you're okay. protecting. Oh, my goodness. It, yeah. That's kind of interesting because people would always have that cigarette after sex. 
Yes. So, oh yeah. my goodness. So you're closing those chakras. Like you've got them open with the alcohol and whatever, and then all yep. of a sudden it's the after-sex cigarette. You've closed it. Interesting. It. As soon as I learnt that, I could actually face my addiction because I smoked for years. Wow. So, so then it makes you stop and go, hang on, this is because I'm feeling vulnerable, insecure, really crappy about myself, and I'm like, ooh. And then when you know that, you can easily just stop. But um, wow! But, but, but yeah, That's knowing really your interesting. knowing your chakras again, you know, you can be attracted to someone on an intellectual basis. It's yes. one of your higher chakras, whereas you're not physically attracted. It's all to do with your alignment of your energies. Let's chat chi. Join our closed Facebook group for free engagement daily at Chi Chat. So, how do we get more in touch with our energies? <laughs> it's all about balancing your chakras. So balancing, so which one's blocked, like I said at the beginning, where is their blockage, which one is more. So some people will have, you know, it's very, very, very open spiritual chakra because they're doing all the spiritual work, but then they're closed with their base chakra. Mm. You know, or some people, if you're having too much sex or you're too physical, or you're, you're too focused on what you look like and, you know, being vain, that's too much down there and not in your solar plexus and your heart space. Oh. So it's... It's really it's like a traffic light system. It's so simple and easy. So to actually <laughs> it sound that simple and easy like for people who don't do it. When you get a, a client living, in, do you find this when you connect with them through meditation? Like how do you identify where their blockages are? Yeah. And tell us a little bit more about each of our chakras and how we can identify them in our lives. So I've, I'll firstly mention Reiki. It's not what I do, but that's the study of it in depth. Right, so that would okay. be lying on a table, and they can feel energetically, and they can help to to kind of do that. But that's very passive. For me, it depends, as I say. What you don't level. even touch someone when you do Reiki, do they? No. Everyone no. talks about it's amazing massage. They don't even touch me. It's <laughs> 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 ridiculous. Um, and they go, felt amazing. I don't know what happened. <laughs> that's basically what I've heard about Reiki. It's yeah. It's I've had a quite a few sessions. It's amazing because you do feel it. You can feel. Wow. It's like it's like magic. Like somebody stirring a pot inside you, and it's like whoa. And you can feel where they are in your body. So is that good person. for energy blockages? Is it? Yeah, totally, mm. totally. Mm. I definitely suggest that. Again, you've got to be ready. It's like going for a massage. Somebody could come to me for a massage and go, "I'm really tense. Massage me." <laughs> I'm like doing women, up face. I'm really, I, I never reach orgasm. Make me come. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like. Yeah. Uh, that's too much information. No, when I talk to other females, you know, because I, because like, you know, they'll talk about the stuff like that to other girlfriends. Mm. And it's like, it's always a man. Like he's not good enough. And you sort of go, well, we've been discussing now, like looking at, you know, our energies and how they're reflected back to us. Maybe it doesn't have to do with the man all the time. Oh, no. And are they being present? Is the woman present? Is she open? What's she giving? Is she coming from heart space? How long does it take? Again, it depends on how open the person is. So I would do a session for 90 minutes to give us loads of time for talking. So I did have a recent client. She was very closed. It's your worst nightmare because it's like drawing blood from a stone. You're like, tell me, tell me why you're here. What are you after? What can you, what, what do we need to do here? And it's like, will you tell me? And you're like, ah, oh, oh goodness, it's gonna be hard. When people are really, clients are really open. We just go in there really deep. We get in, do really powerful work, and we both go, wow, like where did that even come from? When someone's holding back and they're closed, 
I have to work a bit deeper and we have to take time to make them feel relaxed. So yeah, guided meditation, visualization, and then actually asking them and drawing that from them. So like I said, I did, I was inspired to do a mirror work. So we actually went through to a garden and to a boat, through to a waterfall. And then behind the waterfall is a big mirror. So you're looking at yourself. What do you see? What's your own message? And work with what comes out. So we do the meditation, come back out, discuss it. And what's that meaning? And what are, what's the language that they're using with for me? So it's a big trust exercise. Once they trust me, then they can let me in. Then I can see. And mm. I can show them. It's a really, it's a two-way street. It's a real Like Grant change. said about yeah. holding the space. Mm. But they've got to be ready. I can't just go in and shazam them. It's like a massage. I can't just massage. <laughs> I can't massage you and go, okay, you're done. If you can't let me in. If you trust me and you trust your body with me, you let me in. We do the work. Awesome massage. And everybody's okay. different. Some people take a bit longer to sort of open up. Yeah. The, the other thing, just going back to the chakras, because I'm still trying to work this out. Elementally, I know the chakras relate to the five elements, but there's actually seven chakras. Yes. So I'm still trying to work this one out, okay? So you know with the five elements, we've got wood. Yes. Wood produces fire, fire yes. produces earth, yep. earth produces metal, metal produces water, and then again, the water produces wood in a productive cycle. How would you see those five elements relating to the chakras? Would there be a couple of the chakras that might fit into that earth element? Yep. Yep. Okay. Totally. That's what I thought. Totally. It's more of a guess where I'm saying it's like the fire is your base chakra. It's very fiery. But you've got your base and your root chakra. So there's two there because mm. they're closely interlinked. And your stability. So your solar plexus, I can't speak for for Because solar plexus, I would kind of think about being power. Yeah, more the yellow, the, um, the earth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And as you're going up towards the crown, I'd say that's water because it's less dense. Although the throat is the communication chakra and communication is water. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Too. Yeah. Because yeah. as you're going up, it's become mm. more... Where's the chakra for head? That's more like you've got third eye, right? Mm. And then you've got crown. So crown really relates to that wood element, which is... But it's not green. The So I, this is where I'm still trying to work this one out. I actually think I've got it written on my big chart Have at you? home. Okay. Yeah, because it, will, it tells you... Because they actually spin in different directions as well. So they go clockwise and anticlockwise, clockwise, anticlockwise. Like oh, so then you've got the yin and the yang. You've actually yep. got the yin and the yang going the whole way through too then. Yeah, and because that's where the yogi comes in with kundalini energy because then you're literally, it's coming up through, like between our legs, doesn't matter if you're male or female, kundalini energy coming up like a serpent because it's with a spiral. And that makes sense. That's how you up level, right? Mm. And I'll just mention very quickly, kundalini is very rare and should only be with a very experienced guru. People you kind of throw these terms around. Yes. Yeah, I've had a, I've had a tiny experience in yoga and when you're meditating and it it feels like you're doing this big rocking motion but you're not you're totally still. But that's not a full kundalini awakening because that could be that could send you loopy. Yeah. So it's it's not something to throw around. But yeah, so back to your How come? elements. Because it's imagine it's a bit like taking a big acid trip. You're opening this massive energy portal. And if you're not doing it with a guided, or like a shaman, uh -huh. in a very controlled way, you could lose your mind wow. because you, you've got to come back and be grounded. Yes. Right? You're using the chi to 
be grounded back into this body, into this planet, this earth. So yeah, you've got to do it. But yeah, on this on this chart, mm. it tells you what if you're in balance or if you're not balanced, what that means emotionally. So when you're in harmony, say your solar plexus in harmony, you're centered and you're in your power mode and you know very focused. If that's out of balance, then you're this, this, this. So it's got it all written up there. So I can have a look. Mm. So I have a feeling it's got wood, metal. Yes, I'd really like to see that because I've actually tried to do a bit of research on that and I haven't found something that just depicts it beautifully. So I'm wondering whether it's just, it's not quite so tangible. It's a little bit, you know. Well, I think, say, like you say, connecting as well, that could be relating to your heart space. That's your heart chakra. Well, see, the, the lungs, right, relate to metal element, right? And heart, in a way, could be also considered part of that that whole lungs which is about integrity you know purity which kind of makes sense so mm. going through all of those yeah i'd like to do that with you sometime mm. yeah that's fascinating really the meeting of the minds mm. Yeah. Mm. and perhaps having courtney in there as well you'd probably find that quite interesting you saw her just before reading her book the undercover intuitive because she's got the the ascension, the the five pillar ascension leadership model, and those five pillars relate exactly to the five element theory. And this is something that when she created that, she didn't even have in mind. But all of those, like um, intuition, which is water, so going and she does a lot of energy work, working with the chakras as well. Mm-hmm. So it'd be a good conversation to all have together. Mm. Are you a brand in the energy space? We're always open to expanding our horizons and yours. Email energy at chechart.com. Amanda, how did you find that you've worked through trauma and then to a point of self-acceptance and self-love and arriving in that space? What did the journey look like uh, in between for you? I know it's obviously everyone talks about their journey being different and I just thought it might be helpful for people to just see what it looked like for you and see what things showed up for them in their lives around that i think firstly it never ends i'm just coming to terms with that (laughs) it's really annoying you can't just go hey guys i'm enlightened over here Uh, done yeah (laughs) because as well and i've been very educated on an intellectual base you know you go to school you study you get your grades you get a career and then you have your award and you have a good life so you apply that, but it doesn't work like that. It's that, it's that spiral. It's a constant up-leveling. You just get to a really good place, and then all the, you're in the flow, all these amazing things are happening, and then boom, it's almost like, you can say a divinity. It's like, okay, now you're strong enough to deal with the rest of this shit. So then another big <laughs> shit storm comes up, well, and then just you go le- through that. There's just levels that you move through. Yes. Yeah. And that's probably the you know I, I, I use the my grandfather's terminology you start off as a lump of coal you get chiseled away by the time they throw you in the in the coffin you're a shiny diamond mm-hmm. but yeah. it's when they throw you in the coffin when you've got all those skills mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. experiences and everything like that's when it's really valuable but there's an opportunity to pass that on to the next generation yeah and the journey that we're on it's a different journey like when I started the journey and my view was, oh, I'm going to get the park. We've spoken about that. Yeah. And I would get the park. The Rockstar rock Park. Yeah. Rockstar Park. Love that. And then it became about, okay, well, if I didn't get the park, well, my 
determination, which is part of my profile when I read it, the, the, the one of the 60 that, you, mm-hmm. that Lisa's written up, was like, I'm determined. I'm going to drive around the block five times and I will get <laughs> mm-hmm. that park. Mm-hmm. So uh, some days it's easier, other days it's not. But what I've learned, and this is one of the things that Lisa really challenged me on, is that you say it's annoying. I actually say bring it on. I actually want the negative experiences because that's where I get the most growth. Yes, the, people talk about that a lot. And so yeah. Lisa really challenged me on that. Yeah. Where she was going, we, we need to make sure that we've got and we're letting people know when it's going to be the shit storm. Yeah. You know, when it's the layers that we've One just- of my yogi mentors says every time, like, something terrible shows up say thank you to the universe can you say thank you and what can i learn well that's part of just letting it go what worked what didn't work and what did i learn and if you run through that process and you've been educated to stop and think about it and just feel it then you've got an opportunity for that growth it's the people who aren't educated not open to it or just don't know that that is there available or that ego is in the way well, I didn't know. I mean, it wasn't something that was in my family, this energy field or space or whatever. Yes. And, yeah. you know, it was only Marianne. And it wasn't through conditioning, not like, you know, how you grew up. It's not epigenetics. It's it not in your ancestors. Meeting, yeah. a chance meeting that I met one of the partners in Chi Chart Dean. Wow. And that was that. So that was the start of. And don't get me wrong, I was, I was certainly getting coached from a business which they call them business coaches. They are actually NLP trained yeah. um, uh, personal coaches, although they framed it up as a business coach. Why? Because well, I think it was an easier sale to tell people they're going to coach them on to be more successful in business. Yeah. So, and a lot of that positivity, that focus on, you know, glass half full because that's what I would like to think that my life is and I want the easy, it's going to work out and let's make it perfect um, drive. And Lisa said, no, we need, to, we need to get you to work on the negative. And that negative, that negative force, like we'd be driving to get a car park and Marianne would go, you're not going to get a park, car park. And I'd just go, <laughs> oh, my God, the negative will outweigh the positive every time. Why do you do it? Don't do it to me. But no, I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to, I'm going to stay determined. I'm going to get that park. But Manifestation. That manifestation. Yeah. So that 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 tough lesson and but also knowing that there's actually levels so it's not and that leveling going up through Mm. your your emotional journey doesn't stop it never stops Mm. but also understanding that energy is of different levels and you said it earlier that you pass through it Mm. so if there's mercury retrograde we've got a month or year breaker and you're challenged in other words you've got a counter conductive cycle and and, you, and everything is challenged that's when you get the shit storm because they're the days that you go you know what I'm okay with that because yeah, whatever right. shows okay. up yeah. I'm just going to accept so part of, part of it comes back to that acceptance yeah. not only acceptance of oneself if you don't accept oneself how do you actually go on that journey in the first place and, and it's like yeah. exercising a muscle so once so me so everyone here we go well we know we can pass through it we're strong enough we've done this time and time again we've got that I'm thinking of clients that come to me, they're right at the beginning and it's so scary because it's challenging everything they've been taught, 
everything about what how they should make money or how are they going to get by are they going to lose their house are they going to lose their partner are they going to end up on their own it's so fear-based because we're not taught in society you can do the spiritual work and earn good money and you get the reward and you will get through this trauma it's all we we avoid it and that's what yoga teaches is um, you know to to be okay with being uncomfortable with being uncomfortable because then you push through it but people don't. We spend our whole life. That's why I said. That's what they think. We meant to sit in. Getting it. away from it. <laughs> sit yeah, in getting. It. We try and avoid pain. Of course. Yeah. Take a pill. Yeah. Avoid mm. pain. Go and seek pleasure. But that's where I'm actually saying go and look for it. Yes. Because what I would, you know, when I reacted to a relationship that I had the other day, and it was a couple of weeks ago, and ironically enough, it was there was a discussion about it a week later, and I went, mate, that's fine. That was your journey. That's the journey that you're on. I didn't show up as the best version of myself, and I'm okay with it. Mm. So we've just we've had a discussion about it once. Would you like to continue with the discussion? Because I'm more than happy to go back there. But I'm okay. Are you okay? Yeah. Now whether they they are or they're not, I don't know. That's for them. And it's like learning another language. Like we, you start talking another language, and some people just go, "Huh? <laughs> what do you mean? Are you like?" Why are you not arguing? It's like what you were saying at the beginning. Yes. It's, a, it's mm. learning to relate to people on different levels as well and saying, you're safe. Well, it's if, okay. Yeah, that's right. Well, I guess we get taught in yoga uh, not to act and make decisions in emotion. So we sit in the emotion and feel it and then we make a what decision. About, what about speaking through emotion? Because that's what I did two weeks ago when I, when I was confronted and I actually spoke through my emotion. Like I didn't, and maybe that's an acting. And I basically went, go and get nicked. Okay. Well, that's just an energy, though, that you're putting onto someone else. If you well. bring it back to Buddhist principles, of the you need I, might to, have, I think I might have been mirroring, but maybe they you need were, to be careful maybe, about maybe were, And you need to be careful about, well, this is what we get taught, and this is the yogi, and it could be. You know, of course, like everyone's got a different opinion and I don't even know if this is right what we've been taught. But the thing is that you don't put yourself, my emotion on you. Mm. I've probably felt that emotion due to conditioning, epigenetics and everything that's led me to my life so far here. And I don't then put my emotion on you. I can tell you about my emotion. I go... This has made me feel in this state. We were talking about this earlier. No, you actually yeah. use the I feel statement yeah. because I feel you made scared. me feel like this. No, no, you never yeah. ever no. say that, yeah. and that is total well, that's just like, inflammatory. Well, yeah, but no, but it's inflammatory. It's so, and you, if you want to shut somebody down really quickly, you use that language, Unless or if con- you want to make them, you, you could know, set the context. Flare up. To say I'd like to share how I feel. Or if you... But I I guess what you're saying... You should be able to share how you feel. feel. I feel. I I agree. But I think the point that you're making is... Rather than saying... You're a fuck with, or, yeah, you, or know. you made me feel because <laughs> yeah. then you're giving that power, your power away. Number mm. one, mm. number two, you're it's casting a judgment. In, as yes, well. and yeah. you're being inflammatory. Yes, so changing the way you frame something by expressing, how can anybody deny you how you feel? Yes, mm. that's a powerful statement. As long as you don't tell them that they made you feel that's that right. Way. Yes. I yes. feel you yes. feel that way because of the circumstances yes. you find yourself yes. in and how you interpreted that. Yes. yes. I think it's handy to be able to tell people 
how something makes you feel. But I think it's you get taught in yoga that you should be careful around. You don't use it as a weapon. It's right, right speech, right action. Right of saying thought. you made me feel like this, mm. and therefore that is. Yeah, because it wasn't necessarily them. It's your life up to this point. They've all, been part all of this. Of, all yeah. of these are triggers yeah. in tantra. Yeah. We say they're, mm. they're scars in the etheric body. So yes. we are carrying around all these. So like a samskara or yeah, yeah. all these Blocked emotional energy. traumas, mm. and then someone comes along and scratches that. Yes. And they poke that scar. I'm mm. like, ooh, and we're triggered. Yes. And that's where you got to do the continuous deep healing. So eventually, you don't have those scars. Oh. They're, they're they're not there anymore. And you're like, that doesn't doesn't matter how you behave. Doesn't affect me. Awesome, because I decide that I'm centered. And yeah. I'm not attached to that. But yeah. I, I'm just going to go back to something Grant said because I think he was trying to bring in, you know, the negative versus the positive, right? And when we were creating Chi Chart, it was very interesting in the language that we wanted to use. I wanted to be really honest. And I guess in many ways, I like Grant's honest. And I'm not trying to say you're not honest, but being the metal that person that I am, I'm, I'm a young metal. Sometimes I really want to say it as it is. I'm very direct. And I feel that people need to be um, prepared all the time. And I, and I believe being honest with your communication and knowing what you're up for is really important mm. rather than framing things sometimes in a really positive way when really it's not that positive. Okay, you, yeah. okay so yes. this is where our a bit of our language is actually changing as well in Chicha. Where we're going to be more realistic instead of being a little bit more you know, it's great, Careful. everything's all right on a on a great day. So can I take that to another level? Yeah. Please. I love myself with all my scars. Yeah. yeah, and they're there, and they're going to get scratched, and I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah, in that I'm, I'm, I'm actually, and so my view is slightly different to yeah. yours, and I get that you're on a, your, you, the, the removal of a scar, and that's an yeah. opportunity there. Yeah. But one way or another, it's still self-love because if I love myself with my scars, it's okay. 100%, yeah, because I've got all those scars, and yeah. I actually want them all. Yeah, yeah, they're all there. And by the way, if someone wants to come and give me a scratch, go for your life. Oh, yeah. Because I want yeah. that experience so yeah. that I can then go, okay, you know, and don't get me wrong. But don't you want to be prepared for that? So to be able to know that your energy might be out of alignment with the day, don't you think you're going to be able to handle that a lot better knowing that? Yeah, I do. I, I'd, I'd like to know that, but also recognise that other people – might be on their journey as well. Yes. And it's accepting them for who they are. Mm -hmm. And they're lovable for whatever oh, is going totally. on with them and hold the space oh, for totally. them. Of course. I know that you yeah. say to me, sometimes I hold the space yeah. more than what you, you do. Yeah. Think you do. that maybe I should, but but um, then you're young earth and you struggle to let go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I'm a water, it's all gone. Yeah. And they do like yeah. in the untethered soul, they do talk about holding on to samskara and blocked energy and how eventually you'll be so blocked that you won't be able to experience anything new in life and all of that. But I understand, as Grant says, that to become this spiritual, ethereal being where nothing affects you and you it's all water off a duck's back. And like, I've done a lot of work and I feel like this is pretty bloody hard, isn't it? Just I to, actually don't. To show up with no samskara. 
So I, there's there's a difference in philosophy yeah. in that what you're trying to achieve and your education and all that sort of stuff, and that is just fantastic. What Lisa's trying to say is that if you understand that you, you, your energy's out of sync, it's more likely my scar's going to get scratched. So it's nice to be prepared for that. Yes. From the point of view of am I accepting, do I accept that I'm that good, that I'm going to be able to be challenged and be okay with it in the moment yeah. every time, is almost impossible, oh, no. right? I yeah. don't know that. I, I don't know that that is We're possible. We're human, yeah, because we are human, yes. and that that I'm lovable <laughs> as that human flawed, flawed. individual yes. yeah. who's on this journey, yeah. and we all and, are, and yeah. we're and moving through that journey, mm. and just loving it. Mm. And I think that's part of you know you get someone coming in and they might go, okay, well. They don't know. They're not open to it. It's not that they're not necessarily open to it. They just mightn't even know because they're not educated. Mm. And I reckon that's fantastic. That's your best client to be able to support them through the process because yes. how far can you move them? Yes. Yeah. That's interesting. Or move with them through their journey. Yes. Because as a can you be professional the teacher supporting somebody and the support you got that transference than, and counter transference yeah. that for you to deal with mm. is a challenge i challenge i get challenged with that as a professional who supports mm. people through their financial and business journey mm. and i keep it to that you know i can't help them with some of the other things i might have some tools where you go and buy some beers and things like that <laughs> it's a great tool <laughs> take that one away <laughs> But, you know, I hats off to you to, to, to go there with this spiritual journey because, wow, that's an entirely different level. It's acceptance is actually the first level. So once you've got the acceptance of, okay, I'm not perfect and I'm really happy with that, that's the first level. Yes. With the scarring, it's about holding emotional trauma that gets triggered. So, for example, in relationships. So I'm in a new relationship and I get triggered from what happened last year. Yes. Ah, yeah. It's nothing to do with the guy in front of me. No. This is all to do with what happened last year. Yeah. That's not healthy to carry no. around. That's not going to serve anybody. True. So I have to go and heal that. I go, hang on, that's good that that's come up. It's good that I've been triggered and aware of that, but I need to go away, scuttle away, do my healing, get not get rid of it, but heal that. Then I come back and be more present. And it's basically you're in a more loving state and you're more happy. Totally agree with that. And mm. you can shift the relationship by being more loving mm. and happier and it's yourself. Mm. So, so yeah, it, it is. I think I've painted a picture of this, you know, that's your Buddhist enlightenment. And it's never going to happen with most of us in this lifetime. We're talking about what can we do now and the amount of emotional trauma. So we're talking about sexual trauma, rape, you know, real disempowerment, hardcore mm. issues. It's not just daily stuff like, oh, bring that on. This is like, this is such a bad experience. I'm too scared to go there because mm. I've buried it so far down in my being. I can't face the pain. I can't handle that hurt and pain. But we have to go there for it to be released because now's the time to let it heal and once you're on the other side there is love and light and that's the safe space i have to hold and it, it that's the, the the deep level of it that's why i focused i'm not doing reiki and chakras and balancing i it's tantra is that base chakra that's where it all happens that's the creation of life our womb space you know and we have women as well hysterectomies scarring lots of trauma operations ivf miscarriages 
birthing it's so deep and I, it's not just for for females it's for males as well but it's that energy it's using the sexual energy as our life force that creates life and using that to heal our entire being so we talk about scarring and etheric body and all these other these chakras they're all like little elements to it but that's the hardcore issue so that's why i say when someone's closed you go oh this is going to be tough to get in there and i can't do it for them they have to be ready they have to be really ready and say i'm ready to face this pain and that's why it's really fucking hard and, it, and it's also it trust based so they've yeah. actually got to trust you enough yeah. to let you in to help them on their healing yes path. they might show up physically but have they shown up yeah that's why i went go back to the massage it's like okay i'm ready for my massage oh! and they tense up and go i'm not really i don't really want you to massage me and i've had clients like that they literally tense up and you go i ca- i can't I poke you with my finger. I can't massage that muscle. I can't get in. You let me in. But that's obvious when it's physical. It's not so obvious when it's mental. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And especially with all the, you know, they talk about it in yoga, the the way we protect our samskaras and our blocked energies and almost hold on to them like our children. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't, we need to protect these things. Because fear, we're scared what will happen exactly. if I do love myself. Exactly. And that's what would happen it. if I am accepting? I brought this up in the last podcast and it was Nelson Mandela's speech where he says it's our greatest achievement. That's what we're really scared of. Who am I to be amazing? Who am I to be brilliant and awesome? Like we're actually scared of our biggest reflection of ourselves. Because if I'm amazing and awesome and then I'm still not accepted, then yeah, wouldn't that be... A problem. Yeah. I'll just, you know, you're you're staying safe by being small. That's your self-worth comes from what others think of you Mm. as opposed to what you think of yourself. And that's your, that's your solar plexus. That's your, your heart chakra. That's your experience that you've been through, that you've told yourself a story. Let's chat Chi. Join our closed Facebook group for free engagement daily at Chi Chat. (laughs) I've I've written a little something just because I did something on the 60 day pillars that we're going to incorporate into Chi Chat at some point. So I'd really like your feedback. Well, it's the next dev. Okay. It's the next development. Yeah, it'll be the next development. It'll be put up this way. So it's a little snapshot. Just, it doesn't sum up your whole personality because you're... Oh, gold. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. How can I do that? You are metal and obviously you are gold. Um, 24 carat. So what is is Amanda? What's her? So you're Dapula. And really interesting. So you're the Yang metal dog, right? And yesterday was... Yes. Okay. (laughs) You are. You are. You're the tantric white wolf. Oh, yeah. And yesterday was the Yang Earth dog. So you actually had a repeat of your house's spouse yesterday and those two commanding pillars, very strong energy, okay? It was a huge day yesterday. It can be either really strong positively or really strong negatively. And and look, the... may have explained before that a commanding pillar is in general more suited to a male, okay, Mm. because it's a very masculine energy. Mm. And you would recognise that within yourself. Mm. Even Yang Metal, I'm Yang Metal, I've got, you know, a certain masculine quality about me. So proud, noble and uber smart, the Yang Metal Dog personality bears the qualities inherent of a natural-born leader and champion of ideals. 
Thriving in high-energy, fast-paced environments, the Yang metal dog is unafraid of challenges. Their die-hard attitude frequently lands them in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) They're socially motivated people of integrity who may be inclined to neglect themselves as they place the needs of others above their own. In unfavourable periods, when they feel worn out or defeated, the Yang metal dog may become obstinate and uncooperative. Their positive, proactive behaviour is replaced with darkness and despair. Oh, often. They may be overly (laughs) critical or negative towards others, even pushing those closest to them away. They refuse to accept defeat graciously and let go. Relationships are fraught with challenges and tend to be problematic. Obviously, that's somebody who's on a really, like, yin and yang, there's always the real you know, downside to everything is you've got the positives, you've also got the negatives as Grant never really wanted to hear any of the negatives and he's realising we have to, there has to be balance. It is balance. So we, we can't just have the wonderful stuff without the not so wonderful stuff. And, and we can we create a happy media. around it then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and, mm-hmm. and in the pagan world, we call it shadow work. Mm. So embracing your shadow and learning that they don't have that doesn't have power over you we're not trying to i need to just say we've we've come away from a time where it's all spiritual fluffy fairies pink cotton candy oh that's nice and we're getting into the hardcore yeah we are balanced we have fear we have darkness and we need that needs to come up to be faced and then it doesn't have power over you that's your real power yes in befriending it and learning and recognizing it. it so mm. so some of the does that kind of resonate with i was just thinking i hope my boyfriend's listening <laughs> <laughs> you can send him a link to the podcast <laughs> it's not my fault <laughs> you know you know why i'd want him to listen because if he hears or he understands your profile he can support you exactly yeah so and I that's could, knowledge is power right? i should yeah. i should that's read what his we're one. all doing yeah that's what we all need to do support each other and connect with each other. That's so what that that for. that incident that I was talking about two weeks ago. Had have I had awareness at the time that it was playing out? Mm. Then and being the perfect version of myself, ha ha. <laughs> then the likelihood of me reacting, knowing, understanding the personality profile of that individual would have been less. Mm. Which mm. is one of the reasons why I become driven when when I've been working with this on with Lisa to get it into the app. Or through a tantric workshop. The pillar of that day and is actually, or the pillar that I've just read out is representative of an energy of a day. So it goes in 60-day cycles with that. So you'll get a repeat every 60 days. So your yang mm. metal dog pillar will come up. So those qualities in that day, if those qualities, they may be favourable or unfavourable, you can feel the energy in that day. And the chi chart recognises the lunar cycles, doesn't it? Yes, it does. But we base it actually on the lunar cycles. Mm. I ask that because we work really closely on... A full moon, new moon, because that can have effect on energy. So oh, the, definitely. So the I cycle, noticed that. The reason why we went with the lunar cycle is because what we had, the research that's been done, and also the, 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 the lunar has a big impact on us. Lisa's spoken about water and the impact of the mm. lunar on water, water energy. Yeah. We're actually got a number of different 
avenues that we're looking at in around the solar because we've put in well the solar works with the lunar so you know we, we have the connected. sun we have the moon we can't really be one without the other they actually complement each other and a lot of people will say you know they use the solar definitely for feng shui right and then the lunar perhaps you know can influence us and our astrology but really it's all the planets all the lunar all the solar they're all connected and it all works together so we've actually yeah. added mercury retrograde in there yeah into the app so the mercury retrograde into chi chart means that mercury we're just traveling around and it looks like it's traveling backwards i look at it like a sailing term i think you're an exhaler mill yes that right? yes yeah. Like, yeah so if you were trying to overtake another boat with the sails up and you come and you might be pegging along gonna get past them really easily and then you come into their lull wind they take your wind so you're coming underneath oh, them. Yes, yeah. So they are going backwards. You're still travelling quicker than what they are, but they slow you down. It's a weight. Mm. It's almost like throwing the anchor out the back. It's like, mm. oh. And then if you throw in a breaker day or <laughs> you've got a negative J, you yeah. just layer up some of the some of the some of the energy for the day and it all and it's all layers. Yes. Then you go, Okay, accept the fact that it's Mercury retrograde, I've got a break a day and I'm challenged today. Yeah. Don't so, get out of bed. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> go and, and have a nice massage. Go yeah. for a walk along the beach and actually yes. do something for you. Yeah. And knowing that in advance, you can plan. Because I've always found out things afterwards and gone, yes. oh, you had that too? Oh, I wish I'd have known. Yeah, that oh, happened to a- me because Lisa said, oh, you're, you had the worst day for your relationship. How's it going? I go, terrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Thanks. I find that so often in our, like, I've called it spiritual community, yeah. but our networking and they'll say hang on that this is not you this is a thing we're all experiencing this at the moment yes and that makes you feel so much better you think i'm not going crazy you feel less alone too yeah this is a thing and this is why there's lots of healing there's lots of progression it's happening on a very fast level yes than what it did with our last generations because we're being encouraged for all the healing to come up because we need to evolve part of it's being open for all of that Mm. what you're doing Mm. Mm. you might talk about lunar solar or even Astrology, it's all energy. It doesn't matter. Which is Mercury yeah. retrograde is yep. not it's a feng shui, but uh, historically, a but term. we recognise the energy. But yes. the planetary interactions have been used for centuries. Well, it's all part you of know, it. You know, it is. But I was going to say, Amanda, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, mm. right? Tell us how they can. Yeah, and what would the prescription be yeah. in terms of like how, like what sort of, how could you help people? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's lots of different options. I'm actually running a very juicy promo. There's different options with consulting. So if you're just not too sure, you can have just a 90 minute consult and it's very light. We can just test the water and discuss what, what we need to do. If you are really, really, really ready, then I've got an eight week sex, sacred immersion Okay, now I've got only two left scholarships of two and a half thousand dollars off the price of five thousand. Okay, so it's a big investment because it's so important. You get in there eight sensual goddess tantric love coaching sessions, including a 90 minute initial consult and two 45 minutes embodied divine love, pleasure and playfulness sessions. So that can incorporate anything that you are ready for as well. And there's different spectrums. Like I mentioned before about BDSM can actually help to heal trauma. 
but there's womb healing, there's coaching, there's self-pleasure. It can be as light or as deep as what you need it to. So it's very tailored to your own specific needs. So at the moment, the best way is this is Amanda Fisher at gmail.com or you can just Google Amanda Fisher Consulting and you'll find my website. Cool. Great. Thank you so Sounds much. so exciting. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming and talking to us today. Thank about you for having tantrum. me. Yeah, and you're it's an official pleasure. friend of the show too because it's your second time. time. So. Do I get a badge? I want a badge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll sort something out. <laughs> Thank you. Like us? Give us a five-star energy rating wherever you listen. Chi Chat by Chi Chart.